What is the single most important ingredient for a healthy, successful life? Many answers have been posited. One answer many people would give is love, wholesome relationships, healthy attachments. I submit that that ingredient is meaning, purpose. That when you have an inner purpose and meaning to your life, that leads to everything else. The foundation upon which you can build, including a healthy love and relationship, including success in every given area. Take away the foundation, so even if you have very powerful f stories, first floor, second floor, third floor, the foundation lacking will ultimately undermine. So please join me in this special program. How to light up the world with meaning. Hi, Simon Jacobson here, and welcome to How to Light Up the World with Meaning. This program is dedicated by Irina Kamisarenko in honor of her dearest son, Baruch ben Chana. God bless him until 120. What is the single most important ingredient for a healthy and successful life? Many answers have been posited. Some answers I don't even want to address. <laughs> some say it's money, some say it's power, some say it's influence. Some say it's uh, oxygen, food, drink, shelter, security. On the next deeper level, you can say it's love, wholesome relationships, healthy attachments and connections. I'd like to submit, not the first time that you've heard this, that the single most important ingredient of all is meaning and purpose. Think of it like a building, a structure. You can have a structure, beautiful floors and stories, a first floor, a second floor, adorned well, decorated, really beautiful. But if the foundation is faulty, even though the foundation is beneath the ground and invisible to the eye, if the foundation isn't solidly grounded, the entire building is compromised. Like a tree. You can have a beautiful tree, but if the roots are beginning to rot, or the roots are weak, or deteriorating, or don't have the proper nourishment and sustenance, it will ultimately affect the tree. Meaning is that foundation. Why am I here? Your purpose, your calling. Take that away, even if you have love. But love without meaning is going to ultimately be weakened and probably not be a complete wholesome love. So meaning and purpose precedes everything. And essentially, it's about finding why you are here, your calling. So when we talk about how to transform the world, how to light up the world, the most important way of doing that is to bring meaning into your life and into everyone around you. So let's just take a, a scenario that every human being on earth had to experience, and that is our birth and our childhood. You can't become an adult if you weren't first a child. 
So, child is born into a home. Let's we'll assume now it's a healthy home, a functional home. And parents provide for their children, obviously food, sustenance, shelter, protection, clothing, education, and everything that comes with helping a child grow from a child into an adult with the right resources, tools, wisdom, experience, to be able to enter the world resourceful, armed with a complete tool chest and arsenal to deal with any challenge that comes the child's way or the adult's way that was produced by, from, the, from childhood. Okay, all sounds good. So, however, why is it not that simple? Because if you have all that, you have a great tool chest, you have all the resources as in, as in education and in tools and everything you need, but so you ask yourself the question, what's the purpose of my being? Am I even needed here? There are 8 billion people on this planet. I'm just a negligible, another grain of sand on a, on a vast beach. How significant can it be? If that question lingers, even if it's not spoken, that will affect everything in life. Because then, would you actually be committed to anything in every, any absolute way if it's optional or arbitrary? That's why meaning is so significant. Let's just take an example from business. Example I repeat and, re and use very often. The example of a business mission statement. Why do you need a mission statement? Let's just all come together. Everybody figure out what to do to make some money. Because you need a driving force, a hub, a focal point, a center, that this is what we stand for, this is our purpose, and this is how we achieve that purpose, and here's our destination, what we'd like the world to look like, our vision and our mission of what we would like the world to look like, and this is the product or service that we're providing to get it there. Google's mission statement, just to use an example, is to organize all the information in the world and make it readily accessible. Not exact wording, but the idea. So there we have it. You have a meaning and purpose. It serves, obviously, as a critical need, and especially in our digital age. And then you can measure how well are you doing this. So in our own personal lives, do we have that mission statement? That, that synonymous idea in our own personal mission. Which is, why am I here? And if you don't have that, you can have a healthy childhood, you can have healthy parents, a good education, but the key thing that's missing is that importance. Now, add to the equation now that most homes and families is far from perfect, and in some instances quite dysfunctional, and then without the ingredient called, the, I will call it the spiritual oxygen, which is the meaning and purpose, why? The why, you can imagine that as we grow into adults, even if we have all the intelligence and emotions with us, working well, there's the lacking point is where are we going? What do we stand for? I have a ship, but what's this destination? And why are we going there? Which is why the word light and darkness really comes into play. We all see light and dark, day and night. It's a given in our lives. Everybody knows at a certain point the sun will set, night will enter, then the nightfall will end, and the dawn will break. New day. Dark and dark, dark, light and darkness. 
seems to be a very fundamental element in all of life. But light and dark also has the context and the meaning of clarity and confusion. When things are clear, it's like a light is shining. When you light up a room, you, you, you turn on the light in a room, in a dark room, nothing changes. Every object is still there, but now you can see it. So you know how to use it. You don't bump into it. You don't misuse it because you can see it. Psychologically and emotionally and spiritually, we don't know because we can't see our souls and our own internal needs. So in a way, we're walking in the dark until light is shined. Where does that light come from? So you can say it's the light of intelligence. You can say it's the light, light of um, ideas and concepts that we are taught and we passed on from generation to generation. That's, yes, wisdom in the question shines a light. But even more than that, a wisdom with purpose, a wisdom with meaning. Because you can be a very smart person and still not know where you're going. You can be a, very, a captain of a ship that's brilliant, but what are the directions? Where am I beginning and where am I headed to? Why? Why am I here? What is my purpose? So purpose and meaning is actually the driving force of, of shining the light in the proper place. That's why you find people can have very, a lot of intelligence and use that intelligence in very destructive ways. Just the other week, I was sitting and talking to someone, a brilliant individual, but he got himself into a lot of trouble with addictions and all kinds of unhealthy, self-destructive behavior. And you sit there with an intelligent person who's very, very smart, but his intelligence has all become controlled by his emotions, by his needs, by his addictions. So even though intelligence on its own is a shining light, and compared to such, the Kabbalists, the mystics, and psychology, and all schools of thought see wisdom as a light, where a fool is roaming in the darkness, wandering in the darkness, lost, and a wise person, the eyes of the wise person is in his head, is able to see. But that's when intelligence is unfettered and unaffected by subjective impulses and emotions. Meaning adds the component that the intelligence should be directed properly. And hence we talk about lighting up the world with meaning. Helping people, every individual, find their calling, their individual calling. Because here's the good news, my friends. Yes, we do live in a world of darkness, shrouded in shadows, in concealments. Even on a very basic level, even if you were the only person on earth, you come into the world, you don't have instructions. Here is your purpose in life. You need to find that. Let alone when we're also have surrounded by environment and society, parents, educators, very often, who don't necessarily provide us that direction or they give us direction that just adds to the darkness and confusion. The blind leading the blind. And I'm not here to criticize any individual. I'm just talking about a reality. So it's no surprise that we have so much loneliness, so much lack of direction, so much confusion. And we're looking. Everyone is desperately seeking some deeper purpose. Everyone wants to have fulfillment. It's just natural to, natural to us. And because we also need love and healthy attachments, and if we don't have that deeper meaning and purpose, we're going to look anywhere. That's what a person does when they're desperate. When you're thirsty, what do you do? When you're thirsty, you drink whatever comes your way. If it's healthy water, great. If it's toxic, unfortunately, that becomes your choice simply out of your deep thirst. 
So what we need today is a revolution of meaning, a revolution of purpose. I can tell you from my own experiences, and quite extensive ones, for the last 40 years, teaching, writing, speaking, counseling, coaching, advising. One of the things I see a common denominator, even though every human being's issues are different, is that concept of purpose, that you wake up in the morning excited to jump out of bed and say, I know why I'm here. I know what I need to accomplish. And I don't mean a job that is running your life because you need to get to work. There, circumstances sometimes control you. It's not coming from within. You need to pay your bills, so you have a job. Most people don't even like their jobs. Even if you like your job, very often that became, you started to start growing on you. And those, the rare minority that actually it's a, a labor of love, meaning what they do really reflects who they are, is a rarity. And that's a great blessing. But very often when you ask someone, who are you? Which is essentially, who are you? What's your purpose? What's your meaning? The response will be, they give you the business card, their business card. And when you ask them the business card, that's what you do. That's not who you are. Well, some respond, what I do has defined who I am, when it should be the other way around. The ship shouldn't be telling the captain where to go. The captain should be telling the ship where to go. So then our jobs and circumstances, families, responsibilities, expectations, holidays, whatever comes our way, is tugging at us and pulling us instead of it coming from within. And this begins at an early age. Make no mistake. It begins at an early age what happens when we are young children. The young child is given that sense of urgency, that sense of purpose. As they grow older, as that child grows older, they know that's the key thing to, to everything else, the success of everything that they do. So to jump out of bed and feel excited, I know why I'm here. And yes, your job is part of it, and your relationships is part of it, and your, and your entertainment and your leisure is all part of it. But there's that underlying mission that changes everything. So let's call it a call to revolution, a revolution of meaning of helping every man, woman, and child. I should go in the, in the opposite order. Every child, as that child grows into a woman or man, into an adult, with helping them find their calling. And it begins by firstly just validation. You are important. You are indispensable. You are critical. Because the entire equation is affected for good and for the opposite if you don't fulfill your calling. What you can accomplish, only you can accomplish. You and only you. To teach that to our children from the youngest age, and I mean that literally every day. You're here, you were sent here, you're on a mission. You're not an accident, it's not arbitrary, it's not, okay, let's figure it out. Or maybe there is no purpose, and let's just live from day to day, moment to moment, instant gratification. No, you are on a calling, you are on a mission, you are sent just as an astronaut is sent to space on a mission, you were sent to this earth on a purpose and mission. And I, as your parent, I'm speaking now as a parent or educator, I'm here to help you f discover that. First of all, know that you're unique and indispensable, and then discover in what way you are unique. And how do we do that? By looking at your skills. Each of us is blessed with different gifts. 
Some people are more cerebral, some are more emotional, some are more creative, some are more technical. Some are more people, people more extroverts, a people person, and some are more introverts. Just to use quick examples. Identifying, becoming comfortable with who you are. Becoming comfortable in your own skin. And you don't need to be somebody else. You need to be you. And as you grow and develop, I, educator, teacher, friend, am here to help you cultivate that. So as you do blossom, you have those deep roots. You have that foundation that drives everything. And as you grow into an adult, that's a given. Now you start building your life based on that purpose and meaning. If you go to MeaningfulLife.com, I have several articles that talk about how to discover your personal mission statement. I did a course recently called How to Discover Your Personal Mission. It's called, it's called Midlife Crisis, How to Discover Your Personal Mission. But it's not just for midlife, it's for any part of our lives. And there I submit and present a formula. The formula, briefly, is POP, P-O-P-P, plus P, plus H equals M. P-O-P, your personality O, opportunities, people that you know, the places you've, you've been to, plus P, your passion, plus H, your higher calling, equals your, meaning higher calling, meaning a higher cause that is, that is greater than yourself, not just for your own needs, equals M, mission, your mission. So let us call upon each other to create this revolution of meaning to light up the world with meaning. And we do that by infusing that concept from the earliest of ages, the youngest of age. Imagine every mother and father telling their child from the youngest age, even before the child speaks, I love you. You're my gift. You were given to me from above with a unique calling. I will do everything possible to help you. I will do everything possible to protect you, to nurture you, to help nourish and cultivate your skills and talents, to actualize that calling and that mission, to actualize your purpose. That's where we begin. That's on the child level. Now imagine next step, that wherever we speak to people, doesn't mean we have to constantly have that mantra, but it's always there in some way where you recognize with absolute respect the dignity of another. Instead of what, are you, what, are you, what is in it for me? What are you doing for me? But respecting that that person has something to contribute to the world. And the way looking to learn from them, to be inspired by them. And in turn, that person sees you that way. Imagine having conversations like that. Imagine having attitudes. It doesn't even have to be spoken. You know when someone speaks to you, whether they're trying to use you, exploit you, take advantage, or there's an actual sincere respect. That doesn't mean that we cannot negotiate and, and agree to collaborate in many different ways, and there is a give and take. But it's not purely built on what I get from you. It's not purely built on profit or on other personal benefits, but also on the recognition of the inherent dignity, the inherent spirit that each one of us has. And... Let's personalize this. This is, in many ways, the mission of my life. The mission of the Meaningful Life Center. From my teenage years, when I began to discover 
through my teachers and through my studies, the idea of purpose and meaning. The first place I looked at it was myself. What am I here? I felt I had that energy. The rebel without a cause was there, but the cause was missing. Till this day, this is now we're talking about over 40 years, I did find my calling. My calling is to use my skills, writing, communicating, teaching, sharing, inspiring, learning from everyone I meet, how to help people clear the path to light up their lives with meaning, how to light up the world with meaning. And hence, we have the Meaningful Life Center. So I know I'm intertwining, essentially, what I do, what we do with this message, but it's exactly that. There can be nothing more gratifying. I can't tell you, I don't have the words to express when I see and feel. Not that we give anybody anything, that I give anybody anything. It's just clearing the path. We all love Michelangelo's response when he was asked, how do you carve those beautiful angels in the marble? And he says, how does he sculpt those beautiful angels in the marble? And he responded, I see the angels trapped in the marble. And I carved and carved and set her free, or set them free. There's the angel within each one of us. There's the meaning and purpose in each one of us. There's nothing more gratifying when you see people clear the path, get rid of the weeds, the different obstacles, obfuscations, things that cloud or shroud or cover up due to whatever distraction that seduces us, the, that focal point, that focus, that laser focus on why I am here. And that's what we're committed to. So I ask you here, as we are at the end of the year, we're in the middle of Hanukkah, the holiday of lights, to join me in this work, this partnership, to light up the world with meaning. And this doesn't mean something exclusive to ourselves. It's something that all of us have to do. It doesn't have to be bureaucratic or organizational. It's a personal message. It's a grassroots message. But when we join together, there's a synergy that's more than the sum of the parts. You'll say, how can we partner? Well, first thing is, please, look, check it out. Check us out at MeaningfulLife.com. All our programs, all our activities are all focused on this principle, finding meaning in every aspect of your lives. In my book, Toward a Meaningful Life, I actually asked people across the board, Men and women, different ages, different colors, creeds, religions, faiths, no faith. What are the 30 most important topics in your life? Later we add a 31st after 9-11. And everybody says the same thing. It's just chronologically different times that we're involved in it. And this begins with body and souls, the first chapter. And I did a chapter on each one of them. Birth, childhood, education, youth. Marriage, love, intimacy, health, wealth, aging, and so on. Dealing with all the aspects of life, including fear and anxiety, pain and suffering. And then there are social issues as technology, women and men, our responsibility, our generation. And then finally, theological issues like God, unity, good and evil, miracles, redemption. And the point was to find that in each one of them, you can infuse meaning. It changes that entire experience. Look, we, as I said, we all go through childhood. We all went through some education. 
Was it a meaningful one? And that's what I did. In each chapter, I begin with the topic and say, okay, how do we bring meaning into it? Now, you have that meaning already, and I'm sure in many great ways. But still, we all can use, firstly, enhancement and even more focus. So number one, please participate, take advantage of the resources we provide at MeaningfulLife.com. Secondly, share with others, with friends, with associates. You'll be, be surprised how people will be appreciative when you give them something meaningful to think about. There's so many petty things, so many mercurial elements that are temporary and don't last. When people find something a little lasting that is more eternal, it changes again the entire picture. And finally, help us in any given way. You can support us through volunteering. You can support us financially. We're right now in the middle of the Gift of Meaning campaign, giftofmeaning.com, an end-of-year annual campaign to raise monies to support our work. So please, I welcome you. I invite you. I, I uh, encourage you to participate at any level you wish. We made a goal this year to reach $1.5 million. And we're, we've reached that goal and going beyond now to even greater heights. So please participate. Go to giftofmeaning.com. But that doesn't end there. Please let us know what you feel you need. Suggestions, ideas. Because at the end of the day, it's a joint effort. We are all indispensable musical notes in a large cosmic symphony. Each of us absolutely need it, and each absolutely need the other. We complement each other. A synergy, a harmony within diversity. So what more opportune and appropriate way of honoring the festival of lights is to light up the world with meaning. And the world begins with this world in microcosm, yourself and your sphere of influence, and from there extending the ripple butterfly effect. And every person and everyone, wherever they may be. And may we indeed complete this revolution. Today it's easier than ever and more needed than ever. Everyone have very happy Hanukkah, happy holidays, happy New Year. And may we together live up to our calling, our mission, and spread it to everyone around us. Pay it forward. Thank you and be blessed. This program is brought to you by the Meaningful Life Center. Please help us continue our programs. Make even a small contribution at MeaningfulLife.com donate.